The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome back to another show with Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Every Saturday, we try to share some God-sized stories from the mission field across the nation as Eight Days of Hope loves and serves the brokenhearted, either after natural disasters or building safe homes for those rescued from sex trafficking. My name is Steve Tiber, and I'm hanging out with Mike Fiella. Mike, how are you, my man? I'm doing great. And you talk about our story. Uh, And, you know, I was just going over the website. I love the new website. Oh, yes. It's just awesome. And I clicked on this morning, our story. And it says, uh, and I love this, 1 Peter 4.10, as each received a gift, use it, serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Isn't that great? Amen. You know, when God created us, he created us differently, but he gifted all of us. And now he's called us. You know, I was I was sharing a couple weeks ago at a local men's breakfast, and, and a line that I've used now multiple times is when God created us, he gave us gifts. That's his present to us. Mm, what yes. we do with those gifts is our present back to him. Mm. And so today, if you're driving down the road in, in Iowa or you're hanging out in Georgia, uh, thank you for joining us. But I want to ask you a question. You know, first of all, do you know what your gifts are? You, you probably do. Ask those around you. Take, you know, a gift test from a local church or get online. But what are you doing for the kingdom to use those gifts? Maybe you're a coach. Uh, maybe you're a teacher. You're an accountant. You can play music. Maybe you're gifted with your hands, or maybe you're a good communicator. What are you doing with those gifts as a present back to God? And I tell you, Mike, you know we are about to uh, on December second, more than a minute, but we're we're gonna we're gonna make a major announcement as God is expanding the ministry of Eight Days of Hope. But I was looking at our annual report yesterday as we get ready for Thanksgiving. Yes, Mm -hmm. I can't wait. A couple more days. Nice. And we just. It's amazing when we take a look back at what God did and is doing through Eight Days Open 2021, 18 items are listed on page two or three of the annual report, and it started out early in the year going to Kentucky and going to Tennessee and going to Alabama and then going to New York and going to Iowa and then going to Louisiana and Texas and Ohio, and I could go on and on and on. Mike, this has just been the last 12 months, let alone the last 16 years. Well, and to think Steve, that it goes on during a pandemic, that volunteers are coming out, servant leaders, as you call them. And we got to expound on that at some point. But uh, the servant leaders come out and they give of their time. You wouldn't you think that there wasn't a pandemic, but yet we are taking all the precautions necessary. You know, the volunteers continue to serve with Eight Days Hope. Now, almost 45,000 volunteers have traveled the country. When you travel with us, it's free. We provide a safe place for you to sleep. We feed you really good. And we do a couple different things. If you've never heard of Eight Days of Hope, we respond to natural disasters within a day or two. And we help people uh, kind of walk through. I mean, after a disaster, when we meet these people, Mike, sure. it's like their eyes are glazed. I mean, they're like oh, almost sure. in shock. They've lost everything. Oh, and they don't know what to do and where to turn. And, you know, they got to call the insurance agent. And, and, and then strangers show up and they tarp the roof and do chainsaw <laughs> work and help gut out their house if it flooded and, and then try to salvage things. And really, Jesus is seen by these families. Sure. And that in itself, I want to challenge the listener today, if you haven't volunteered, volunteer. Just what you just said, Steve, the look on someone's face when you show up on their front lawn and say, I'm here to help, you as the one that's helping 
get such a, a blessing, such a fulfillment of fulfillment in your own life, purpose, um, when you see their, their reaction to your servanthood. 7,500 families now have seen Volunteers with AT's Hope. It started after Hurricane Katrina. My dad and I thought we would take a couple buddies and go help somebody fix their house in Bay St. Louis, Wayland, Mississippi. I was living in Tupelo, Mississippi at the time, Mike. And that was our plan. Mm. We didn't have a clue, did we? <laughs> 684 people showed up. 84 homes were rebuilt. Jesus was shared. People met sure. Jesus for the first time. Both families we were serving and volunteers who went right. on a mission trip, realized they didn't know and you know who God was and didn't have a relationship with them. But here we are now, Mike, 16 years later. We responded to almost 60 disasters. And now we're building safe houses yes. for and with ministries to provide a safe place for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. So I would say natural disasters and human disasters. Yes, and there's another arm that's going to be introduced very soon because the ministry is growing, growing, growing. December 2nd. Right? December, thank you for that cue. So December 2nd, which is just a couple weeks away, we are going to announce a brand new arm of the ministry. We're taking, we're following God's lead. He's opened mm, up a door. Sure. Um, you know, the board of directors, our leaders of the ministry, of 181 volunteer leaders, some donors that we've connected with are very excited about this new arm of the ministry. But this is something for everyone. Everyone could serve, find a place that they sure. give a hope. So you're like, you know what? I, I don't go on roofs, or I don't mm-hmm. know how to gut out a house, or um, I'm not a skilled person. I'm a, you know, I'm a single dad or a single mom, and 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 I'm, you know, I, I I'm an accountant. Well, there's mm-hmm. something for you to do. If you can make sure. a sandwich, if you can do laundry, if, if you are an accountant and you can help us with the numbers, <laughs> we'd like that too. We need help. We yeah. need people to do purchase orders and so much more. Go to the website, 8daysofhope.com, submit your email address, and we'll invite you whenever we go. So December 2nd, yes. circle the date. December 2nd at 8 o'clock in the evening, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, uh, on our website, Facebook page, YouTube channel, on all of our social media sites, we are going to have about a 30-minute presentation on what God did through mm-hmm. 8 Days Open 2021. Sure. You're going to get to meet some of the volunteers that served with us this past year, and we're going to announce this brand new, huge expansion of the ministry. Which is? <laughs> to you, the end. you almost get me every time. Because when you ask me, I, you know, I want to... Like, you're ready to say I, it. Well, I, I want to let you know that I'm on, on my game, but it's like you're trying to trick me, man. Well, no, when I say, and it is, your, your response should be, and it is December 2nd. <laughs> yeah, there you go, December 2nd. So anyway. Thanksgiving is right around the corner, Mike. Yes. You like that holiday. It, it It's one of my favorite because it just, it stirs things within our hearts that for us and on my family, it's time of reflection. Mm. The things that you you really are thankful for, and and you know, I always we get the whole family together, and before anybody eats anything, we will go around the room and say, "Okay, give us a couple things that you're really oh, thankful for." Oh, I love for. that. And you know, and even uh, the youngest two year old doesn't come up with anything other than you know, baba. You know, oh. but, it's like, but everybody has something that, to sure. contribute, and that's heartwarming in itself. And and you know, in 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 life is tough sometimes, Mike. It's it's good for us to take the moment to think about sure. the good things because there's good things. Every single one you're listening today, and you know what? Maybe you're going through a really rough time. Maybe your marriage is struggling. Your health is struggling. You know, maybe your kids are acting up and keeping you humble, and and you're really concerned. But there's got to be there's good things yes. around us because you know God is still on the throne. Mm. He's in control, and 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 I love what you guys do around that Thanksgiving table. Sure. Now, yeah. now is it your house or someone else's it's house? It's my house, and uh, boy, there's cool. uh, nine, ten, eleven, sometimes twelve 
Wow. We've had up to 15 people. So. Oh, my gosh. And it's a, but, you know, it. the Bible always says, <clears throat> you know, focus in. It's in Philippians, I think, chapter 2. Focus on those things that are lovely and yes. pure and Amen. holy. And, yeah, there's been some tough things, as you in your family and yeah. in life, that has happened this last year. And we acknowledge that and maybe a word of prayer for that. But then we say, in addition to that, what is God doing? Sure. So that's good. Right. Don't worry. Don't be anxious. Don't dwell on those things that you know, there's so many things we don't have any control over. Uh, but right. today we have control over the fact that we have a great couple coming on with us in just a little yes. bit. Butch and Jolene Price, uh, they live in Ohio. They've been with Eight Days of Hope, Mike, since the very Day first trip. One. They Bay showed St. up. Louis. Yeah, they showed up in Bay St. Louis, Waveland, December of 2005. Uh, we're going to learn a little bit more. Now, they were retired. They're still retired. Mm-hmm. And so if you're listening out there and you're either retired or getting close to your retirement, and you're thinking, okay, what am I going to do with all my time other than play golf or you know hang out with the grandkids? And, and both of those, I guess, well, the grandkids are very important. Sure. You know, we can debate on the golf, but yeah. um, do you golf? <laughs> I don't. No? If I pick up a club, people run. Like, <laughs> there goes my lawn, my <laughs> divots, everything, whatever you call them. <laughs> but but if you see the end in sight in your corporate career or in your business life, and, you, and you're looking for something for something you could belong to much bigger than yourselves, part of your legacy. That's right. Um, boy, please, please tune in today and, and stay with us because you're going to hear from two amazing people. Uh, I'll say this, they're not on. They're both in their 80s. They've been with us now, again, since 2005. And actually, they are leaving. They just helped us with our eighth safe house in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, Butch was a retired union electrician. And uh, Jolene, um, great with numbers, administrator, um, stay-at-home mom for a while, too, as well. But amazing couple, power couple, hashtag wow. power couple. You know, I love them. I'm glad you mentioned that number, right? I never thought that. They look they look like they, they do are, look, look like they're in their sixties. They or something. do, <laughs> they do. Now that's our age, Mike. Well, okay. Okay. Well, they, they, they look <laughs> seventy. Don't, Nobody kidding. Don't tell anybody. Right. Don't tell anybody. So much happening though with eight days of hope. You know, this year we have uh, worked at four different places helping ministries expand, renovate, or build a place for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. And, and yet, Mike, we just left Louisiana. I mean, we were down there oh for my. almost two months oh, yes. after Hurricane Ida. So today, I'm going to ask you to do this before we go to break. When's the last time you prayed for a ministry? Hmm. Come on. And it doesn't even have to be eight days of hope, but during this little break, or just put this on your to-do list, take time to pray for your church. Take time to pray for the ministries in your community. Please, take time to pray for eight days of hope. It all starts with prayer. And boy, we need it. There's a lot going on, a lot of moving parts, uh, Mike. Uh, secondly, we ask people to volunteer. Find a ministry that you believe in, you can trust, mm-hmm. that, that you that you want to be a part of. Um, get off the sidelines. Look for a way to volunteer. Lastly, donate. You know, year-end giving is a, is yes. a time where people get Christmas bonuses and year-end bonuses and, and you know, tie to your local church. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer in that. Uh, but find a ministry, maybe like Eight Days of Hope. You know, we're... We have the ECFA Steel, which is a, a Christian organization that's a third party that holds us accountable. We, we get an, a third party audit every single year, mm, uh, wow. Mike, a, as you know, and look for a way to donate. Now, when you donate to Eight Days of Hope, our partners cover our fixed cost. So, you know, the good news is if you donate $50, $100, uh, every right penny front. goes to yeah. the front lines. I'm glad you mentioned that. That's that's yeah. exciting because whether you have the safe house in mind or the new arm that's coming out, you'll yes. hear about December 2nd um, or any other part of the ministry. Go to the website, see the different things that you can donate to, and it goes right every every. Uh, 
donation was right to the that that you designated to go to. Easy for you to say. Easy for you to say. One hundred percent pass through. That's what I'm everything to goes say. right to the front lines. Either natural disasters, human disasters, and yes. December second, eight p.m. Eastern, seven p.m. Central. You're going to want to come to our tune into our website, social media sites. Can't wait to share about the new arm of the ministry. It's going to be really, really exciting. Yes. Hey, when we come back in a minute, we're going to be talking to Butch and Jolene Price. They uh, have been in Philadelphia working on our eighth safe house project with a ministry called Worthwhile Wear. We had Dan on last week uh, or the week before, one of those two. I can't remember all the time. But anyways, hey, thank you for joining us. I want to thank one of our national partners, Covenant Church down in Dallas, Texas. They're amazing. Thank you so much to our friends down there. They not only pray for the ministry, they send volunteers, but because of the resources that they give to Eight Days of Hope every single year, it allows us to be a ministry where we can pass through 100% of your donations. So thankful for Covenant Church. Hey, when we come back, we're going to be talking to Butch and Jolene Price. Thank you for joining us. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is sex trafficking. We're talking about millions of lives, even children. Did you know the average age of a child who's trafficked in America is 12 years old? Eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of the solution with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters in our country, and that's a good thing, but there's less than 1,000 safe places for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking to go to. I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off and end this human tragedy. At Eight Days of Hope, we're going to partner with an existing ministry, and for 14 days, we'll bring skilled volunteer professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel facility so that more can be rescued and receive the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. For more information on how you can get involved with our Safe House construction ministry, please email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. 
about five days now to the big day Thanksgiving. Yes. It is right around the corner, today being the 20th. Thanksgiving's on Thursday, so we're one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, Mike, I love Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. This year, all of my kids are going to be home. And their spouses. So we're going to have like a... wow. Yeah, so cool. So Zach and Rachel are coming up from Ohio. Of course, Hannah, Mark. Yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait. I didn't ask you earlier in that first segment, what's your favorite dish? I mean, like, what's your favorite... No, what's your favorite side? Side. Side. Um, This is going to sound kind of... A green bean salad with the crispy little... Uh, onion crunchies in there. Oh, sounds good. So yeah, I like that. And, and but I gotta mention, my wife makes the best uh, dressing stuff. Okay, you know that that oh, it's just fantastic. Okay, my my favorite side is is pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. Yeah, that's a side Ooh, for me. It's turkey side. and pie. That's it. <laughs> that's that's all I eat, man. <laughs> Bring it on, baby. I yeah. love my, my pumpkin pie. But anyways, hey, uh, happy Thanksgiving early to everyone out there listening. But right now, I can't wait. I can't wait. You know, I was saying earlier, hashtag power couple. Uh, they probably don't think this, but they are. They're amazing. I love this couple to the moon and back. Butch and Jolene Price uh, from Ohio, but they're in Pennsylvania as we're working on our eighth safe house. Butch and Jolene, good morning. Good morning. How are y'all? We're doing good. We're surviving. We're surviving, hanging in there. Awesome. One day at a time, right? That's right. All right, Jolene, let's start with you. How did Butch and Jolene Price hear about Eight Days of Hope? I mean, you you guys were there that very first trip in December of 2005. So where did you guys hear about the ministry of Eight Days of Hope? Well, I happened to be working at our church office and um, ran into someone there that uh, knew that you were doing something. They didn't know you. They just knew the word Eight Days of Hope and that Todd Candle was taking his team and he was going down there. And we were like, what is Eight Days of Hope? And uh, I don't know if you remember, but we it was kind of primitive, but we were going back and forth on uh, emails asking you questions because we were a little concerned about who on earth and what was eight days of hope (laughs) and uh, we went back to our small group and told them we were you know god was leading us to to go and they were like are you sure are you sure (laughs) (laughs) god god had a plan though didn't he Yes, he did. I know. Yes, he did. Hurricane yes, he did. Katrina, still to this date, is the most damaging storm ever hit America, even though in the last 16 years we've responded to many disasters. Um, Butch, you know, you, yes. you were or are a retired electrician, and so you're one of our skilled volunteers, you know, 45,000 volunteers. Thankfully, people like you who are gifted with their hands have joined us. What was going through your mind when you and your wife decided to take the journey to Mississippi to serve with an organization? Were you concerned about, was it going to be organized? Were you concerned about, you know, do they know what they're doing? But what's going through your mind as someone new to the ministry? One thing was, we thought, well, if we don't like it, we're going to turn around and come home. (laughs) (laughs) I never heard that before. Come on, Butch. Uh, Yeah, that's always a concern about me uh, is it organized? Do we have the right material? Do we have the right people? And over 16 years, we've had some difficulties, but it's been a great experience for me. So, Julian, let me ask you, what was your first impression? You step on the grounds, uh, you know, and where am I going to sleep? What am I going to eat? How's, how did that play out in your in your thought? 
Well, as a woman, that was that was a big concern because I have never I've been to camp as a kid, you know. Yeah. But that that was this is I said this last night. Mm-hmm. The guys were having such a good time, and uh, because of the sleeping here, they are able to go put their flip-flops on, put their slippers on, and and uh, us cooks were, were sitting there looking around, and I said, you know what this is? This is like a big man's pajama party. <laughs> <laughs> it really oh is. If they were playing cornhole last night and oh. having a good time, oh. it was Anyway, so back to what I was thinking, I was really scared. I'm, um, okay. I, I, I can't sleep just anywhere, and I was, I was scared. The first thing that we did was when we got to Picayune and to that camp, you were having a meeting. I don't know if you remember that. We rolled in on the day early, and you told us we could come, and Terry and Dana and uh, some other people were coming early, so we we were working a day before everybody else even got started, and um, it it was just it was scared. But as you got to know people's hearts, it was all about the heart, and you didn't ever see this person ever in your life, but uh, our hearts connected. So for me, it's it's been okay ever since. <laughs> You know, it's 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 interesting because you'd mentioned it maybe this week when I saw you in Pennsylvania. And again, we're talking to Butch and Jolene Price. They're two of the 181 volunteer leaders with the ministry called Eight Days of Hope. We travel the country on a moment's notice and help out people with natural disasters, recover, uh, sometimes rebuilding their homes from the ground up. Butch being an electrician, um, he you know he's amazing. He 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 knows how to do it the right way mm-hmm. and how to lead people. Sure. Uh, but here we are, 16 years later. And and you're part of a big family, this eight days old family, and just like a regular family, Mike, mm-hmm. there's ups and downs, and there's curveballs, and there's struggles, and sometimes there's 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 conflicts. However, yes, to Jolene's point, it always comes back to heart. It's Jesus Christ being right. that denominator That's right. allows us to work through all these different things. And so, Butch and Jolene, you've traveled many times. You've been to Iowa and Tennessee. I mean, you've been to Mississippi and Alabama, Texas, Louisiana, uh, Buffalo, New York. You've been to Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Um, if, if you could share, Butch, maybe just a, a story or a time that you served with the Ministry of Eight Days of Hope, that if someone said, hey, tell us a, about a time you served with Eight Days of Hope, was it kind of unique and it kind of touched your heart, what would that place or story be, Butch? We was working in uh, Nashville. We had... I don't know how many air conditioning units we had to change out. And so far, people signed up. There wasn't one mechanical guy coming. And the first morning, in walks Mike Harrison and uh, Miller, uh, Matt Miller. That was unbelievable. I mean, I was up all night walking. Yeah. (laughs) He was. That's no joke. What we was going to do. You know, you know when you're in that, you know when you're in that lead position, it's a trust, man. You are trusting God; He's bringing the right people, he and did. He was, did. He I does. Was praying and praying and praying for some air conditioning people, quality people. Yes. Matt Miller. So thir- thirteen HVACs had to be changed out in Nashville, and. Um, to your point, you're an electrician, and, and you're looking around, and you see 1,600 people 
but you're not seeing many HVAC people. And then these two guys show up, one's from Virginia, one's from Texas. I mean, isn't that how God always works, though, during Eight Days of Hope? I mean, you guys saw it in Cedar Rapids. You know, we're one, we're one night we're losing a quarter million dollar grant to buy all the materials, and we're yeah. all we're all pulling out our Visa cards, and, and I'm praying oh, all of you guys don't have a balance so we can charge some things, and yeah. and and then God just shows up just like that too. J- Jalene, what about you? Is there an experience or a sure. time that you can hold on to, or, or or you reflect on? Well, it's very very similar as one, and we were in uh, Smithville. I think I mentioned this before. We were in Smithville. Same thing. We had promised this man that we would come to his house and I had to have somebody with a gentle spirit. Uh, somebody wasn't going to be pushy. And this uh, homeowner wanted to work beside the people that we sent. Mm. So uh, a pastor in that community had taken Butch and I over there and I had assured this guy, we will send people. They'll be there around eight thirty. They'll call first, you know, the whole thing. And Oh, my goodness, you know how it goes. We have 300 people go through jobs, and they take their jobs. And at the end of that time, I look up, and there's that ticket on the wall. Mm. Oh, my gosh. The whole jobs team, you know, all of us were just like, oh, come on. We, We can't let this person down. And we circled up and prayed. I'm not kidding you. It's just like Butch said. In walks this gentleman, and he had been there before, and he had somebody else that was with him, but he was not walking in the door. Here he had taken a ticket, and the person was not home. As he called to say, I'm coming out, they were not home. And he came back in for a second ticket. So I went over and I said, now let me explain to you, because I needed to feel this guy out. He was the most gentle spirited mm, man. Awesome. He was God designed. And um, to, from, from what I know is afterwards, he and he went home. He didn't live too, too far from there. He went home, brought back a, a group from church and continued to work on that home and minister mm. to that young man. Wow. After we left. Yes. So it, it's just, it's amazing what God, what God does. And, and it's almost, you go, you get a, a, a spiritual high here because mm. you see God at work everywhere. And um, you go home and you can't explain that. Right. You, you can try to tell people, but uh, they just don't get it until they come and experience it. Wow. So do you guys, and I'll start with Julian first and then Butch, same question, because I know you guys are front lines and you get the these guys coming in and I look at, contractors and these kind of workers almost like musicians sometimes they get a little bit i know how to do this i I, i'm going to get it done this way how how do you how do you set the tone and and keep just keep the flow of jesus going jolene you start with that well how do you keep (laughs) we just like i said with the the first that gentleman for me um we do try to set the tone um in jobs, when the guys come up to pick the job, uh, the girls that I always had working with me, we're all on the same page. And I think it starts there. I think it starts with leadership. Is, there you go. Yeah. What, our, what our goals are. And um, it's an idea, you know, they come, they're fired up. They want to do as many jobs as they can, and they want to get them done. 
but uh, you know, it's all to his glory is way how we want it done. And in my opinion, it's better to get it not completed if that's at all possible to leave it uh, partially done than to rush through and make mistakes and Mm -hmm. give Jesus a bad name. That's for me, right? Yeah, and what about you, Butch? What comes to your mind? Because, again, you, you can't bring 4,692 people to Houston like God sent our way during Harvey uh, when we were there for 16 days. I don't know who made that decision. That was that was a little bit interesting. But 16 days, um, we did a baseball doubleheader, Mike. Uh, but there's so many moving parts, and there's so many challenges, and it is easy to over, be overwhelmed. And it is easy to say, oh, my gosh, this thing is just not going well. Butch, how, how do you stay at an even keel? Because um, I mean, nothing goes according to plan when you do disaster relief or when you build, you know, when you remodel your house. Think about this, listeners. You're remodeling your house. You have a plan. You open up a wall and, oh, my gosh, there's termites. Or you open up a wall and there's a pipe there that you didn't even know was going to be there. How do you handle all that, Butch? You know, it's tough for me because I like to do things right. So many people come in and say they're electricians, but, you know, they slept at the Holiday Inn the night before. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> no, I, I get where you're going, though. Uh, they're, they're not as skilled as they say or they think they are, right? Mm. Ouch. Right. Ouch. And you, you just got to work with them. And what's neat about this job where we're at right now is I'm out there working with them. I can show them. Right. There you so go. I, Tom Snow's been helping me. You know? mm. Yeah. We, yeah. we, met a, we met a guy here right now that is a retired Navy, and he's he's really catching on quick, and he's... Butch uh, he has got his on. name. <laughs> you know, he's got his name, he's got the right heart, and... But it, he, he just, you know, Terry and I would just go out and check the work and make sure, uh, you know, they think the host responsible. If that house burns down, what's sure. going to happen? Yeah. Mm, sure. The other thing that, that I would say in that is uh, my team, and that uh, doesn't matter whether I'm cooking or wherever, we all realize that the enemy does not want this to move forward in any way. Of course not. And, and he's going to do whatever he can, and he uses people. And so when somebody ruffles your feathers or, you, you know, anything that could, could happen, the materials don't show up or whatever, we know where that's coming from. Mm-hmm. And uh, we continually circle up. We, you know, it, we circle up, give it to the Lord, and um, it, he it releases the pressure Amen. off of us. And um, it's just amazing to see God at work. It's just amazing. Talking to Butch and Jolene Price, they're actually in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania right now as Eight Days of Hope is renovating a home that will be um, shared and, and used to support women rescued from sex trafficking. We're partnered with a ministry called Worthwhile, where, Mike, I happened to be there this past week, and, okay. you know, I, you know, Adam Hames is our construction manager. Hannah Fletcher uh, oversees the Safe House Ministry, and they take um, great pride in trying to make sure that every obstacle is removed before mm-hmm. Butch and Jolene and the other 40 people show up. And yet, Mike... You think you you know you're told one thing and you believe that to be true, sure. and then you show and then you show up and you're like, wait a minute, it wasn't. I, we maybe. thought this was going to be demoed so we can start doing what we do, but but to your point, Butch and Jeline, you know we always talk about being flexible, but I love Jeline your comment. I mean, I was only there for a day and a half, 
and I saw the the cooking team circle and pray. I think three different times, maybe one time doing devotion and two other times. And I thought, that's how we are supposed to be, Mike, as saints. Absolutely. You know, when's the last time, family, listening today, that you're struggling, did you just stop and say, guys, let's pray right now? Yep, you know, this is it. not good. We're, we're battling each other, and, and we're not the enemy. Mike, that's so important prayer. You know, it brings to mind, and not to take a sidetrack, but it's just, it's, it's on point. Kingdom Bound that we've always been a part of. Hmm. Fred Caserta. He's home with the Lord, had a little card, just a little cue card with him. And somebody come into his office, and I, I stand there many times, and they're just blowing blown off steam and saying, this has got to be done, this wasn't done. He picks up this card, and it has the word, mm. let's pray. Mm. And that's all that was on it. Yes. And, the, and the room got still. And that's what we're doing. Love I like, Jolene, what you said, circle up. I'm going to keep that yeah. that terminology. We're going to, hey, time to circle up. And that means we need to pray. So, Jolene, 45,000 volunteers roughly now have traveled the country, and you were there on the first trip. You and Butch have been on any, any, every rebuilding trip and many other trips as well, now helping build safe houses for sex trafficking. So that means that you've run across roughly 45,000 different personalities. <laughs> there you go. Mine include. Mine include. Okay, I see. I didn't want to say that, Jolene, because you're so sweet. But uh, yeah. be, being a sweet person is a personality as well, right? Because we all handle conflict differently. We all look at things differently, and we see it from our eyes. Mm. And Butch and Jolene, I know you've been to a football game because you have a couple grandkids and you've watched them a sporting event. But it depends where you sit in the stadium. You get that perspective from that seat. So when you're sitting on the eighth row in the middle, you see things differently than the person at the other end of the end zone who's seeing the play from behind. I mean, as leaders with the ministry, you guys have encountered a lot. How, how, how do you deal with all the different personalities, Jolene? Well, it, that's very interesting that you say that because, you know, we're from the north. You just even start with where you grew up. Hmm. It creates a personality. Sure. You know, I believe that when, you know, from up, we, we are direct and we speak direct. <laughs> yes, you are. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm thinking. I'm sorry, but that's, yeah. that's the way God made me. Amen. And then we have, then we have the other Southern people that, oh my gosh, they might be able to tell you off in a nice, sweet way, you know, a <laughs> gentle way. But it takes about I, 10 minutes, too, though. Hi, how are you? Yeah, you I look know. so good. I know. And, and it's just, it's amazing to me. And it's always challenging for me. And um, even though I know people now, and I, you know, but I'm not with them. I don't live around them all the right. time. It takes right. me a while to uh, get back into their way of their thinking. And, sure. you know, but, but you know what? Our, our pastor talks about we're all we're all husband and wives. We're sandpaper. You know, we rub each other, and and there's a good thing that comes out of the rubbing each other. Amen. And I I believe that's what we all do. You know, we just uh, we just work to get along, and 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 that's a God thing. That's that's what we have to do. He's put us together for a purpose and a reason, and uh, there's my pluses and my minuses, and everybody's got them, and we just got to work together. So. What is the good thing that comes out from sandpaper? <laughs> <laughs> well, you get to smooth off the rough edges. And Mike, to her point, we all have them. Sure, I'm and maybe just right. And maybe your rough edge today was not your rough edge three years ago. Right. I mean, exactly. I've I've grown as a leader 
right? We, we, we like to think we're all grown as leaders, mm-hmm. but we still have some rough edges. And Absolutely. maybe the rough edge today, you know, whatever your age is, let's just say you're 60, Mike, even though I think you might be north of that a year or two, but <laughs> say you're 60. Today, sure. your rough edges might be different than the rough edges from yeah. 20 years ago. Right. And, and so, to your point, Jolene, it's the body of Christ coming together. That's it. And yeah. setting aside our differences and know that there are going to be differences. You know, I was sharing with someone this week, Mike, Someone eventually has to make the decision right. when you mm-hmm. remodel, rebuild 7,450 homes across the country, and that we're not going to agree with each other's decision. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, Jolene's been asked this week to lead the cooking team to provide food for the volunteers that are building a safe house in Philadelphia. And if she decides to make bologna sandwiches for lunch, God bless her. Mm-hmm. Make a bologna sandwich. Now, mm-hmm. if you want a PB&J God bless you. Go to the store and buy PB&J because today we're eating bologna. I mean, we got to make decisions. <laughs> I like <Yeah>. bologna. <laughs> I, I like bologna, too. Yeah. Hey, we got to take a break. But Butch and Jolene, when we come back, I want you guys to be prepared to tell people who are either about to be retired or within five years or maybe they're retired and they're looking to be a part of something bigger, what 8 Days of Hope is meant to the two of you because I know you mean a lot to 8 Days of Hope. But hey, when we come back, we're going to hear more from Butch and Jolene Price. They're in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania today as we wrap up our eighth safe house uh, that was going to provide a safe place for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. They're going to be able to live there, people who've been rescued for multiple years at no charge because of volunteers like Butch and Jolene Price. When we come back, we'll hear about that. Thank you for joining us. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope thanks Provia for their support. Provia is a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia combines automation with human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More information about the variety of products is available at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the past 15 years, over 40,000 volunteers have served over 7,000 families after natural disasters. We've also renovated and rebuilt facilities to bring hope and healing to those rescued from sex trafficking. At Eight Days of Hope, we travel coast to coast in the name of Jesus to minister to the brokenhearted. For more information, as always, please visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. Eight Days of Hope is now located in three different areas around the country. Our national headquarters is located in Tupelo, Mississippi. Our Northeast satellite is in Buffalo, New York, and our Midwest satellite just opened up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. God has provided three facilities for us to respond on a moment's notice to love and serve those in need. We would love to add additional monthly partners as we continue to grow. If you're interested in supporting 8 Days of Hope, please click on the Donate tab on our website at 8daysofhope.com. Please consider supporting 8 Days of Hope today. How could you fall so far? You should be ashamed of yourself. So I was ashamed of myself. The lies I believed. They got some roots that run deep. I let them take a hold of my life. I let them take control of my life. Standing in your presence, Lord, I can feel you digging all the roots up. Hallelujah, look what you've done, look what you've done. 
Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Tasha Layton. Now, I messed this up a couple weeks ago. Now, I've learned a little bit about Tasha. That song is called Look What You Have Done. Yes. She was on American Idol, season number nine. That's right. She was on That's season right. nine. I remember She's that. from South Carolina. This is really her first big hit. Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Great, great. I messed it up Great a couple song. weeks ago, so I had to I had to do some research yeah, on Tasha. Perfect today. Yeah, yeah perfect <laughs> today. I don't think so. Bro. I don't think so. Hey, thank you for joining us. Hope Reigns is a broadcast every week where we share God-sized stories from the mission field. I, I'm Steve Tiber. I really am, and you, you are, are Mike Fiella. I really am. You really are. <laughs> <laughs> I looked this morning in a mirror, and it was we're, me. <laughs> we're thinking about Thanksgiving just a couple days away here. Um, hope you and your family are, are going to have a great week as you prepare yes. for Thanksgiving. So much to be thankful for, and a couple I'm thankful for is Butch and Jolene Price. They're in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and they are working. They're both retired, and for the last 16 years, they've traveled from coast to coast on their own dime, and they have served of those in need with eight days of hope by using their gifts. So Butch and Jolene, thanks for joining us again. Butch, we were talking earlier in that first segment, Jolene said something about when things aren't going right, we circle up and we pray. Um, and I think you wanted to make a comment on circling up when things aren't going right. Um, go ahead, brother. Well, the first couple of days here, we got so involved with the job, we didn't circle up and it wasn't going very well. And, uh, we finally, I think Monday, we first circled up and started praying. Mm. And it's made a complete difference mm -hmm. mm. in the progress. Yeah. You know, you know what's interesting, Mike, is is eight days old leaders, there's a lot of doers. Mm -hmm. You know, sure. uh, a lot of type A's, aren't they, Jolene? There, there's a bunch oh, of yeah. us. And yeah, so, <laughs> you know, they just want to get after it. And, and yeah. to your point, Butch, it all starts with prayer. Mm -hmm. That's it. And when we take the shortcut, it's not about the task. I was I was telling a leader recently. I met with this person, and, and I was just kind of not that I have it figured out, but I was trying to coach this person. I said, you know, it's not about the task; it's ab about how we get to to the task, right. how we work with others, how we love others, how we handle conflict. You know, how how flexible we are when things right. aren't going right. Do I do I do I shoot a one sentence to somebody to fire them up because mm -hmm. I got to let off some steam? And to your point, Butch, when you circle up and you have that right attitude, that right mindset, that right heart, God allows us an opportunity to just move so much more efficient, so much with less conflict. Mike, and you've seen this in the ministry world. Ministry isn't always easy. No, and it, and it's a concept we seem to get in our minds, and I'd like to challenge somebody get involved in any kind of ministry but don't think it's going to be a cakewalk like we just talked about sandpaper we're going to be sand our edges are going to be sanded off uh but for good reason so we all can come more and more like jesus working together serving people amen i'm reading a book right now called lead like jesus and it's it's a book that all the the, the leaders are going to have next year we're going to ask them to read it along with each other and, and and it's an amazing book and i shared a little bit with the team this past week um Jolene, you know, you've, you've, you've seen the highest of highs with Eight Days of Hope, and you've seen the ministry go through some unique times, um, and yet you keep coming back, and Butch keeps coming back. Um, how are you able to work through all that? I mean, how are you able to not necessarily deal with the personalities, but understand that things aren't always going to be perfect? How do you as someone, I mean, you could be home hanging out with your, your kids, your grandkids, and, and, and working on the house, and yet time and time again, you guys continue to deploy with the Ministry of Eight Days of Hope. Well, I'm, I'm going to quote 
a pastor. I can't remember his name. He was from West Virginia, which and I don't often, didn't often get to, and still don't often get to the first response uh, event. The rapid response arm. Rapid response. But this one we did, and his sermon on that particular Sunday that we were there was he did not need to have board meetings. He didn't need to call the committee together, didn't need to uh, go through two weeks of whether or not he should allow Eight Days of Hope to come into his church. And I said all that to say his statement was the need, the need is the call. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, that has stuck with me because I believe I mean, Butch and I have been retired, oh my gosh, since 1999, I've been retired. Mm. And he's a year later. And we got to play, if you want to call it play, for five years. Not that we didn't do ministry, because we were in our church, you know, very involved in our church. But that, after that was when Eight Days of Hope came along. And Eight Days of Hope, I was able to use what I had been paid to do for 22 years, basically, in jobs management, and which the same. We weren't getting any pay, and that's okay, because we were doing it for God. And that, to me, that was our call. And now um, there's times that we don't feel that call when the call goes out for me, you know, for, for workers to come, for volunteers to come. But there's times that it definitely does uh, God says, this is it. This is the one. And we put it on the calendar, and we work around it. Now, sometimes um, the call comes out, and we'll go, oh, my gosh. You know, we can't change that. We can't change that. We can't change that. That's what happened the first trip to Houston. Mm. And by golly, (laughs) God took every one of those things away, and we were (laughs) able to go. It was amazing. And when that happens, you know you know, and we looked at our bank account, and it's not like it was empty, but it's like, you know how much it takes to go to pull a camper down to Texas and, you know, da-da-da-da-da. And first time in all these years, someone, three people knocked on our door, basically, and handed us money wow. mm-hmm. and said, we want you to use this if you need it to go. I mean, we never talked money with anybody about the ministry for, for taking care of us. And by golly, it was the exact amount of money. Of course, it was. Of course it was. Of course it was, because that's down. how God works. That's how it works. That's how he works. Mm. And so um, uh, to me, the need is the call, and you have to listen to your heart. And um, it has just blessed our retirement years. It's taken a lot of time. And it's taken time sometimes away from things that are important, but it's time that we know that's where God wants us, and it's okay. Amazing. Well, I know Eight Days Hope is a better ministry because the two of you have been so involved. You served as board members, your leaders during our major rebuilding events. I mean, you're right now you're you're serving in Philadelphia as Eight Days of Hope renovates a home in uh, just outside of Philly that is going to be used for decades. 
to provide a safe place for those rescued from sex trafficking. You know, I saw you both in action this week. It's always great being around you. You got a great heartbeat. Butch, we only have a couple of minutes, but uh, you know, you're 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 one of our quote skilled volunteers, somebody who's gifted with their hands. And and if you're listening today, you're a painter, you're a carpenter, maybe you're a handy woman, handy man. Uh, you know how to do roofing, concrete work. Please email safehouse at eightdaysofhope.com. We believe 2022, we're going to announce some major projects that we'll need volunteers sometimes for months on end. Yes, months on end, week in and week out, not for 14 days, not for eight days. And so we're looking for contractors and, and builders and, and handy women and handy men and people who are gifted with their hands. Email us at safehouse at eight days hope to learn more about that arm of the ministry. But Butch, again, we only have a minute left, but if you if you had a chance to speak to someone out there who's skilled, and maybe they've ran the race, they're in the ninth inning, they're about ready to retire, or maybe they just recently retired, or they've been retired for three years. Why should they get involved with Eight Days of Hope? You know, uh, when we did get involved, the wife put out a plea to us. He said, it's time to get out of the fuse and get to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, through that, God has blessed me immensely. And uh, actually, this has become our family, mm-hmm. part of our family. Right. We That's love great. the people, we love the ministry. Yeah. And... Uh, if you're sitting at home on the couch, it's time to get to work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Lord. That's yeah, our word. Is yes, Lord. You got to say yes, and God will God will bless you beyond any any amounts you could ever think. The blessings, you know, like you said, the friendships, the the um, it's just being with like-hearted right. people. You know, it's another family, and it's a family bond that sometimes is stronger than your blood family. Yeah. It really is. That's right. And, and Mike, you know it. You get to live life with these right. friends. I mean, Butch and mm-hmm. Jelene have been kind enough to, mm-hmm. you know, be at a couple of my kids' weddings and, and, yes. and, you know, when things aren't going well for them or their family, um, they'll share those prayer requests and, and, and sure. we've prayed and they've prayed for my kids and we pray for each other's marriage. I mean, you really are living life together, Mike, and there's nothing like that no. because the world doesn't give that to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't. But Jesus does, through his people, through his saints, like Butch and Jeline Price. Well, sure, and to know that you have somebody covering your back. Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, that's just, whether whether we're on an event or not, we know. And if we, we can even pick up the phone right. and give a call and, right. and have a prayer together. And, and that also can, go ahead, Jeline. Uh, and yesterday, Dan, the um, person in charge here right. of uh, that ministry, <clears throat> came over and he he was telling a little story about somebody that was came on site, wasn't it yesterday? Which tell it. We got out in the park and they come to spot service and stuff for us, and she wanted to know what was going on. So Tommy and I were out there with her, and we told her. And then Dan walked around and and uh, he gave her a tour. This lady was really interested, mm. and uh, Dan says, "Well, you want to see what's going on?" She said, sure, I'd love to. So she went around back, parked her car, and mm. Dan took her through the building, and she was just blown away. And two of the, two of the board members from Worthwhile was here yesterday, and oh. they were walking around, and they just can't believe what happened, has happened yeah. in a week. Yeah. He was, he, 
Dan was just, you know, he's amazed naturally, but sure. he uh, he was saying thank you so much. And all of us, he said, you're in the community. And that's the other part of this ministry is just doing and being who we are in Christ. The community sees it. Uh, you know, they're asking questions and they're feeling it. And he, he couldn't thank us enough last night for for who we are in Christ and uh, how it's reaching the community. He, he was just amazed. Hmm. Talking to Butch and Jolene Price, they're in Ohio. We're serving Worthwhile Wear, a ministry that provides a safe place for those used by sex trafficking. Uh, again, two individuals who've been part of the leadership team for 16 years and, uh, what, yes. 11 months, guys, as we uh, continue to um, you know, move forward with the ministry. Mike, before we let them go, I really would love it if you could – you know, pray for them and, um, you know, okay. f- f- for their families. And I mean, they're, sure. they're such big servants. Yeah. Father, we are so grateful. Our lives personally, I know Steve's, mine, my wife have been touched by Butch and Jolene, just the way they carry themselves, the way they pray, the way they, they, they talk and, and, and minister. Thank you for the gifts that you've given them. Thank you, God, for providing all their needs physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And then Lord, that their leadership will just touch others and raise up other leaders. And thank you for the times that, that they give and they go on the road, that you'll keep them safe and healthy. And, and God, just bless them. We know that you're going to just circle them with your spirit, with your presence, uh, with your love. And we thank you for them in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We love you guys. Say, say hi to everyone today. And uh, thank you for all that you're doing in Philadelphia. Appreciate you guys so much. We will. You guys have a blessed day. Yeah, thank thank you you so much. Butch and Jolene Price, two of the 181 volunteer leaders for 16 years, Mike. Wow. They have traveled the country, and Mm -hmm. they have led a national ministry as a volunteer. Sure. And they're amazing. They're, you know, as they continue to, they're they're still involved. Sure. I mean, think about it. They they were, Butch was retired when we started in 05. (laughs) So do the math. She retired in 1999. And now with the safe houses, she doesn't actually go work on the safe house. She's leading the feeding team to feed the volunteers. So she continues to kind of move her leadership skills in different areas. Sure. She'll, she will serve wherever there there is the need, even even though um, she's skilled in so many different areas. But mm. um, uh, you know, that's awesome. I, I like what she said. The need is the call. Absolutely. And, and to answer that call, whether your finances are all lined up, you know, and then somebody knocks on your door uh, because you've decided to answer the call and they hand you enough money the exact amount to go. Yeah, what? Yeah. Is that not God? God knows what he's doing. Sure. God knows what he's doing. Hey, so today as a listener, um, how are you serving the brokenhearted? How are you being a light in a very dark world? I, you know, that's that's my challenge you today. Here's a couple. You know, they don't get compensated anything. They travel on a moment's notice and, and they help lead and have helped led almost 45,000 people mm-hmm. to do over $60 million of work almost now. We're almost at $60 million, Mike. Sure. It's crazy. Wow. And here they are today still serving. <laughs> I mean, they're going to finish strong, Mike. They are, absolutely. And, you know, I, and I think with all, if, the, if you were to go back and, and sit them down again and say, what was your, the, the highlight of your career? They, mm. They'd be able to share some great things. But then 
a higher light, if I can say it that way, is what they're doing now by Absolutely. giving of their time and their life um, in, in their latter years here. Just rewarding. Yeah, join us. Go to 8daysofhope.com, submit your email address, and whenever we deploy anywhere, this year we deployed, um, we, we did something in 18 different communities. And so no matter if you live in Ohio or upstate New York or you're down in Alabama or Florida, we are in your region <laughs> every year Mm, and we'd love for you to join us you don't have to be a skilled person you don't have to be an electrician or a plumber Uh, you could be a single mom and you want to bring your teenage daughter or son on on a missions trip the answer is yes Yes. sign up for our our email alerts and again want to remind you december 2nd for those of you who aren't comfortable going on a roof or picking up a hammer we are announcing a major expansion of the ministry of eight days of hope and i want to encourage you to join us on our website facebook page YouTube channel, social media sites, because from 8 to about 8.30 Eastern time on December 2nd in the evening, 7 to 7.30 Central time, we're going to show you our year-end recap video. We are going to show you a unique video where you get to meet some of the volunteers. And then we are going to announce this brand new arm of the ministry. Mike, I cannot wait. I'm excited because it's just growth, growth, growth. Did you ever figure, you know, with everything that we're involved in, that there's another arm that's going to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited. I know our leaders are excited. A lot of the leaders are in the loop. Some are getting in the loop. And every time I share the vision, they're like, oh, my gosh, I could do that. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. Yes. So, again, tune in on December 2nd. I want to thank some of our national partners, like the chapel. They're located in Western New York. Pastor Jerry Gills and the team appreciate their support. They provide resources to 8 Days of Hope yearly so we can travel on a moment's notice and that every donation that you decide to make, if you do, will be passed through to families in need. So again, I want to thank the chapel in Western New York. And also a quick shout out to our friends at Barnes Crossing Auto Group. They're based in Tupelo, Mississippi. They have auto dealers in many states. Barnes Crossing Auto Group, if you're looking for a vehicle, check out with our friends. Check with our friends down there. Mm-hmm. Love those guys. Mm-hmm. They have yes. big hearts. Yes. Big, big, big hearts. Well, Mike, I hope you and your family have a great Thanksgiving, brother. Yes, and you also, and it's good to know all your family is yes. gathering from other states to your home. We can't wait. We can't yeah. wait. I hope and pray, we hope and pray that you uh, listeners today have a great Thanksgiving week. So much to be thankful for. You know, there's a lot of things that the enemy wants to divide us on. My encouragement to you this Thanksgiving Stay away from those topics that you know are divisive. That's right. Focus on the good. Mm. Focus on your family. Focus on what the Lord has done with you and through you. Thank you for joining us. You've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.